Welcome to the New Thought Experience Podcast. My name is Reverend Chris DiGiorgio. Each week, we will explore a New Thought topic. New Thought was founded in the 19th century and was inspired by the Transcendental Movement. Its chief belief is of an all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful divine intelligence, and spirit and human are one. And remember, we are only a thought away from changing our lives. And now to our podcast. It has been said in Christian circles, have a personal relationship with Jesus, that Jesus is our Savior. Give it up to Jesus. Only he can save us and take away our sins. Well, from a New Thought minister's point of view, I would say, have a personal relationship with the God within you. That's what Jesus did. In the scripture from the Gospel of John's chapters 14, verses 10, do you not believe that I am the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Let's break down this passage a little bit. It is often said in scripture that Jesus went to pray or he went away for a while. What does that tell us? Well, to demonstrate or to do any work, you summon the power within. In the power within you, Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth quotes a poem by Robert Browning called Paracelsus. Truth is within ourselves. It takes no rise. From outward things, whatever you may believe, there is an innermost center in us all. Where truth abides in fullness and around, wall upon wall, the gross flesh hems it in, this perfect clear perception, which is truth, a baffling and perverting carnal mesh binds it and makes it all error, and to know rather consists in opening out a way whence the imprisoned splendor may escape than in effecting entry for a light supposed to be without. Yes, the truth is within us. The bottom line here is we have the power within ourselves and Jesus demonstrated that power with faith. We can think of faith as the switch to turn on the power that is within. Nothing we do is without faith. Nothing. Even the things we fail out has faith attached. Yes, I said it. Even the things we failed at, you or I be, failed because somewhere in the consciousness we had the faith we could not do it. Charles Fillmore Unity co-founded taught us the 12 powers, and the very first power is faith. Charles believes any endeavor starts with faith. Faith is defined in the revealing word by Charles Fillmore as the perceiving power of the mind linked with the power to shape substance. Spiritual assuredness, the power to do the seemingly impossible, It is a magnetic power that draws unto us our heart's desire from the 
invisible spiritual substance. Faith is a deeper inner knowing that which is sought is already ours for the taking. I also want to point out the metaphysical Bible interpretation of Abraham. Abraham represents faith in the Bible. The power of the mind to introduce its ideas in unlimited expression. The ability of the mind to make substance out of ideas is called faith. When told by Jehovah that he was henceforth to be Abraham, Abram was told that he was to be the father of a multitude. This means the one is to express faith by bringing the faith of God into the multitude of the manifest thoughts and actions. The first step in spiritual development is the awakening of faith represented by Abraham. We must have faith in the reality of the power of the realms invisible. Notice a couple of key points. The power of the mind to reproduce ideas. The ability of the mind to make substance out of ideas is called faith. So for us to manifest any ideas, for anything we want in life, we have to have faith that the divine mind will supply. Remember, to demonstrate anything, there's a mind, idea, expression, or a thinker, thought, action. That's the new thought trinity. We access this by knowing or having faith that the answers are within us, that we have the spiritual assurances that our good is there for the taking. So let's give a practical example. Before I came to Unity, I was a member of the Episcopal Church, and I was part of the Episcopal Church leadership. There came a point where I intuitively knew I was not in alignment with the teachings of that church, and I started to have conflict with the minister. Well, one night before bed, I finally said to myself, I'm done with the Episcopal Church. God, find me another church. As I woke up the next morning, I heard Unity. I googled Unity, and when I found the website and started looking at what Unity believed, I was astonished. All the things I intuitively believed were staring me in the face on the screen. So let's break down this example. I first made a decision. I'm done. That's a decision. I cut off the Episcopal Church. That's the thinker part. I created a vacuum. I put a new thought in, find me something else. I had faith something would come up. I went to sleep right after that. I didn't worry or machinate. I left it up with my relationship with the universal mind of God. I had faith the next morning. A thought came to my mind, unity. Then I took action. I Google Unity and went to a church. You see how faith was the switch that turned on the power within and that the gospel stories, they keep reminding us. Jesus had this faith that what, so whatever needed to be accomplished, go within. Pray and have faith, it is provided. But our human minds like to complicate the process. An important part of this process is I made a decision and I had faith that would get an answer, and I let go. A Bible story that illustrates this is from Matthew chapter 14, verses 28 to 32. The passage is called, Jesus Walks on Water. And this is after feeding of the 5,000. 
and the disciples are on a boat with a storm. Jesus is walking on the water towards the boat, and the disciples see him walking on the water, and Peter, not believing, says, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee unto the waters. And he said, Come. And Peter went down from the boat and walked upon the waters to come to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Save saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and took hold of him, saying unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were, gone, when they were gone, gone up into the boat, the wind ceased. Now notice something here. Peter was also walking on the water, something as humans we think as impossible. But he was walking on the water. But notice he started to sink when he noticed the outside conditions. This is a key part of our study of faith. There are many times when we do not see the conditions that would lead us to the desired outcome. But if we keep our mindset inside towards the God within, all is well. But when we focus on the outside world and feed our minds with doubt, our faith is shaken and we sink. That brings me to the ABCs of faith. So far in our talk, I've given you two stories of how faith can work in our lives, but I feel it's important to give you some tools in your spiritual toolbox to work with. And so the acronym here is ABC. A stands for attitude, B stands for belief, and C stands for conviction. Let's start with attitude have an attitude of prayer. The two above examples I gave, one about moving to my to the Unity Church and Peter walking on water, was based on going inside. Calling on the divine mind or God within you to do the work, I said, God, find me another church. That was a prayer. And that's something I want to impart to you today. Demand. You are a child of God, a child of of the divine. It's God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Stop asking for peanuts. Ask. Demand. This is an attitude. We're so conditioned that we are helpless sinners in the eyes of God from our many religious traditions we are brought up in. We have been conditioned. We are not worthy. Well, we are worthy. This is what I mean by attitude. Have a prayerful attitude, but also have an attitude you are worthy for all the good that comes to you. The next is belief. As you saw in the walking on the water, Peter had a belief. However, the moment he doubted, he sunk. The moment we see outside conditions and allow our small mind to make a story is the moment our faith is shaken. Now that is when it gets tricky. We also have the power of discernment. Those ideas that discern what is in our best interest. With any idea, it's always good to discern what is best for your life. But then make a decision. Then have faith. In my story of leave, leaving the Episcopal Church, it was a culmination of a process. I knew some twenty two years later, earlier, I was probably on the path to divorce from the Episcopal Church. But I believe God put me in the circumstance of the last experience with the new minister. It was my opportunity to move on. 
I believe divine mind was setting me up. I want to make it clear that my overall experience in the Episcopal Church was positive. But like anything in life, we have endings. There are relationships that are meant to last a lifetime, and there are some that are not. I have a belief that divine mind would show me the way. By my saying, God, find me another church, I stood on belief. I did not look at outside circumstances. Once an answer came, I took the information, once spirit spoke, and I used it. Our work as new thought people is to trust the spirit within. We must have the belief that it is there to inform us. You are always informed if you listen. Have the belief. Lastly is conviction. Have a conviction. This means to be convinced that spirit speaks to you. That still small voice is within you giving you guidance. I think in Western societies we have been so conditioned to find proof we forget our instincts. I point out animals, they know when the bad weather is coming. Squirrels know when a change of season is coming, they gather their acorns. Birds migrate to a warmer climate, and there are many more examples in the animal kingdom. Yet we humans have our own instincts of nature, and we've forgotten about it. We too have instincts. We have our GPS, the God-pointing system. Divine mind points the way. How many times do we talk ourselves out of our intuition? We then do the opposite or something different than what our intuition says, and we regret our action. What I'm saying here is trust. Trust and believe, as many of my more evangelical friends have said. And that brings me back to my opening comment. Have a relationship with the God within you. Have the faith that all is there for you. The kingdom of God, or of divine mind or universe, whatever language you want to use is within you. Have that attitude, have that belief, have that conviction. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. The New Thought Experience is a production of the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. To find out more about us or to donate via Zelle or PayPal, you can use our email address, unityofwestchester at gmail.com. That is U-N-I-T-Y-O-F-W-E-S-T-C-H-E-S-T-E-R at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook or meet up at the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. Have an enlightened day.